0: Here we are, the Need to Know podcast for April 1, April Fool's Day. But no fooling around here. This is nothing but the facts. Don't worry about that. It's uh, Jared and Annie. We are looking at everything to do with the coronavirus in the last 24 hours. I have to admit, it's been a little bit of a slower 24 hours now.
1: It really has. I think we're kind of waiting for some things to come into effect. Particularly, I think the government announced a lot on a federal and Mm. a state level in the past 48 hours, I think. The last 24 of those have been the government figuring out what they're going to do, how they were going to enforce certain things, and there's just been a lot of commentary in the news rather than updates as such.
0: Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, Our uh, what's going on locally at the moment?
1: Um, So, locally, um, I had a chat this morning uh, with one of the chemists in the city, and we were talking about the fact that they have been given new powers, essentially, during this crisis to deal with the demand for supplies. These include being able to open 24 hours, being able to dispense medication without a prescription in some circumstances and also previous things that they've introduced are a limit to the amount of products that you can buy. So, Will Campbell was saying that they would actually already had to put in a limit a while ago because people were trying to panic buy things like Ventolin and Panadol and such like that. He was saying that People have been really stressed and worried, and that often actually gets put onto his staff who are dealing with them. So that's been really tough for them. He said that he welcomed the concept of not having a prescription in some cases. He said that he thinks that would help, uh, particularly for people who have chronic conditions and they just need Mm. to access the medicine that they always need to access. But there are rules that it won't be allowed to be used for things that can be highly addictive. However, he wasn't so on the idea of a 24-hour news pharmacy, basically saying that it wouldn't Mm. work in a regional area, particularly at the moment when pharmacies are already stretched to their limit. They're already under resourced in yeah. terms of what they have. So he's just not sure whether that's actually something that will really help the situation at all.
0: Yeah, and I think that's, you know, uh we've seen it now with the supermarkets, Woolworths cutting back on their opening hours. I think the more that the shops and we actually saw this in South Australia, their government allowed supermarkets to trade longer down there, and that actually heightened panic buying in SA. So I think that the longer you keep things open, the more temptation people have because they know the shops are open longer that they can go in there and and possibly panic buy so it's you know i know that there's all the economic reasons and staffing and all that but it's probably not a good idea at this stage to have a 24-hour chemist anyway when people are so panicked and nervy about the stuff anyway
1: yeah and you know he made a really good point that it might work for a metro area you know if you have it in you know next to sydney in Sydney, next yep. to town hall station where it's really busy even at three o'clock in the morning you know you do, do still have that foot traffic it doesn't really make sense for a regional yep. area
0: yeah no exactly right uh nationally the coronavirus death toll uh, has risen to 20 after a 94 year old woman died in new south wales overnight she was a resident at the dorothy henderson lodge in Macquarie park uh, she's a ninth person now in new south wales to uh to uh, succumbed to the illness there, and the fifth person from that nursing home to die after contracting COVID 19. Uh, new South Wales recorded a further 150 new cases of COVID 19 overnight, bringing the state's total to 2,182. Uh, Premier Gladys Berrigiglian this morning said the state's conducted more than 103,000 tests to date so far.
1: Which I think is pretty important to remember. You know, I think sometimes we focus on how many people have coronavirus and we should also remember how many people don't have coronavirus at some stage. Something else really exciting, which we started to see yesterday, was we are seeing people start to recover from the virus. So, even here alone in the Hunter New England Health District, we've had 33 people who've come out the other side, which is really, really great to see.
0: Exactly right. Uh, We haven't done America so far because we've had so much here locally, (laughs) but because we are don't really have a lot to report on locally and nationally Uh, America it's been a real major issue the coronavirus uh, pandemic there Uh, overnight they've now got the most amount of deaths anywhere so far from the coronavirus have exceeded the death tolls we saw in Italy and earlier on in the year in China uh, it's it's not good. So far, they've said that at the moment, at uh, the way it's going, it could claim anywhere between 100,000 to 240,000 Americans if this thing gets out of hand as bad as it did. Uh, they saw 2,214 deaths in a day, possibly uh, a little later on this month, where, uh, where all the stats are saying whether the virus could peak in two weeks' time, which is, strangely enough, and he's now sort of gone against what he was saying a couple of weeks ago but that was about the same time that trump said let's open up everything let's do easter Mm. the country will be running again Mm. he's revised that because that was pretty much the medical bodies came out after and said mate that's where the peak's going to be so it's not going to (laughs) happen i just
1: think i think sometimes looking overseas you can kind of feel a little bit better about how australia is handling things because you can never argue that the different peak Mm. bodies in Australia aren't working together. You know, every time we've got a press update, it's not just the Prime Minister yep. speaking and then New South Wales Health or, you yep. know, the health system organised another one and then the police organised another one. They very much put on a united front. Yep. The messages that they were putting across, although they might vary a little bit between state and federal, mm. for the most part, are mm. on par. So, I just think that goes a long way in terms of allaying concerns.
0: Yeah, no, exactly right. That's it. So, look, they've, they've really got a really bad issue with the number of uh, infections over in America. They don't have enough hospital beds They're looking at like almost uh, 140,000 infected people in New York that are looking at needing ICU beds and nationally for the whole country, they've only got about 50,000 and that's the whole country and New York need three times that for one state. It's just horrible. And the other point to mention, too, is uh, New Orleans at the moment, which is actually one of the hotspots, the most amount of infections anywhere in one isolated area at the moment, starting to be New Orleans. Uh, the amount of medical and, uh, and doctors there that have actually got coronavirus has escalated as well as pretty much two thirds of the doctors in New Orleans now have coronavirus, which takes out all your medical professionals. So, it's- it's I, I don't know if anyone's really got an answer even for what they even do.
1: Yeah. It's, I just, it's I a mess. It's, it's, it's hard, you know, and it's taken the lives of 3,800 yeah. people in the US, which is a terrifying figure, I think, yeah. you know, sometimes because we've had so few deaths in Australia yeah. by comparison, yeah. I think we forget just how devastating this disease has been overseas.
0: Yeah. No, that's exactly right. Um, just quickly, because I want to end on some good, nice news- because uh, I don't want to end on on how messed it is in, in America. Some nice news from here in Tamworth too with uh, the letters you can write.
1: Yes, yeah, so there's a really great initiative called Tamworth Says Thanks and it's organised by Tamworth True, which is a bit of an online co- community that has been created in the wake of coronavirus and gives people a chance to sort of band together and talk about things. And what they've decided to do is from Friday till the following Friday, you can print off these letters all um, well these cards and colour yep. them in with your kids you can colour them in yourself and you can write a little message of thanks and then the idea is you take a photo of that and you email it to a business or um, you could post it on the, the walls of you know H&E Health or you yep. could you know send it via email to the GP send it to whoever you want yep. write as many as you want and it's just to show a bit of gratitude to both the businesses and the frontline staff who are still helping to keep this mm. city running so it's it's really awesome it's a great initiative it's just a way to keep your kids in yep. Entertained, And it's also a way just to boost your mental health a little bit. I mean, who doesn't love some colouring in, you know, with a cup of tea or whatever. Just enjoy it and also just take the time to say thanks because there's a lot of people who are working really, really hard to make sure that Tamworth is safe during this but also that we have the Tamworth that we know and love on the other side of it.
0: Yeah, no, exactly right. And look, you can get all the details about that and download the templates as well uh, from our website, fm929.com.au or 2tm.com.au. I think that's pretty much our Need to Know podcast done for today, April 1. We'll have another update again tomorrow with everything that goes on over the next 24 hours with all things coronavirus. And, of course, we do keep you up to date through both of those websites, 2tm.com.au and fm929.com.au. Have a sensational day. Talk soon. Thank you.